Hey everybody, welcome to Zam on the Grams. It's a brand new podcast, and I'm your host, Joe Zambri. Today we have a special guest, and we're just waiting for them to arrive. So, guys, be excited. Uh, you're going to love this guest, I tell you. Let me just invite him in, and we'll get started. So, this is going to be a brand new podcast. Every week, we're going to invite a bunch of guests. We're going to talk a bunch of shit, make a bunch of jokes. This is where the magic happens, baby. So, you guys are going to love today's guest. Uh, today's guest, his name is uh, Jack Doris. Hey. Hey, Jack. Uh, Jack here is from a band I've never heard of called um, Lo- Loose Mutt Discharge. Uh, I've seen them play once or twice, and... Um, I'm pretty good. We're here to promote uh, Lucid Smog's latest record. It's called uh, Kerplunk, and it's a phenomenal masterpiece. I listen to it many times, and it gets better every time I listen to it. All joking aside, Jack's a pretty cool dude. Uh, his band, uh, Lucid Smog Disorder, is phenomenal, uh, and they put out a fantastic record called Psychedelicacy, which I've heard probably a hundred times by now, and it is actually that fucking good. It's Thanks. amazing. So, Jack, thank you for being the first guest on this uh, new podcast. Now, um, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, I am five foot seven wet, 150 pounds on a tall day. Okay. And, uh, yeah, just, just a bright, shiny, shiny guy. Amazing. With a, with a good outlook in the afternoon. Not so much in the morning. Only, okay, ju- just in the afternoon. Just in the afternoon, though. I uh, peak at like one thirty-two. I see. <laughs> so, uh, how has this pandemic been treating you? Um, it was pretty good the last few months. The uh, last few months were not so bad at all. The last few weeks have been trying trying all my uh all my shows have been canceled all our gigs have been shut down we're uh strapped for cash but hey we put out a record um we just can't perform it yeah, but it's, it's a real damn shame the record's doing good it's been well received thank you everybody for the support um maybe we're gonna put out some physical stuff in the next few weeks few months so we'll st- we'll see what happens <laughs> yes and i mean we all thrive for the physical stuff i mean if you look at both of our record collections for those of you who are watching the live stream and won't be listening to this on whatever streaming platform you're listening to uh it looks like we have pretty massive record collections happening behind us you know me and uh, jack are both uh avid purveyors and listeners <laughs> of uh music yeah, collecting. So, I'm actually running out of space, to be honest. I need to clear out some room for another record shelf. Uh, yeah, no, I, I know that problem very, very well. <laughs> I mean, uh, what have you been uh, playing on the turntable as of lately? Um, I like to listen to a lot of big band kind of swing music. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, like a lot of jazz stuff, and I go to a lot of used shops and find the $1 bin, and there's some really cool uh, 
stuff in there. And yeah, I like a lot of that stuff. I used to be in kind of jazz bands when I was in high school. So it's makes me reminisce. But it's cool. It's nice, like, if you're cooking dinner. What, what is that? You know, when I reminisce, I need to, like, have some heart-to-heart -heart music and uh, <laughs> just go down every way. Yeah, I mean, those dollar bins, you always find some interesting stuff, you know, but it's always jazz, like 99% of the time, that or disco. Or yeah, disco or church, like the, the church groups, local church groups seem to have amazing access to vinyl pressing. Like the amount yeah. of, of church records I find on the street, um, mm. let alone how I have in my collection, all of them are different too. Like who's fun at well? That's what that basket, yeah. that's what that basket's for. <laughs> You know what I think happens is the church groups go to like uh, the record producers and they say, hey, you know, uh, we're representing the church. Can you uh, fund our record? I mean, you are going to go to hell if you don't put out a record, so you better fund it. You know, they, they do the guilt thing and <laughs> that's why there's so many church records. I, I'm almost positive. What do you think they, um, at the pearly gates, how do they judge Christian rock? Oh, like, they probably think it's evil. Hand, <laughs> satanic, but then they're spreading the gospel. So they're like, shit, boys, we're at a, or and girls, I guess it's a bit of a boys club. I don't know. I mean, for me, I would perceive that as deceit. Like, oh, you know, like, we're going to try to convert you by like lying, which I feel like someone at heaven wouldn't uh, <laughs> appreciate. It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, like, this is a band called Striper. <laughs> I'm not sure if you've heard of them, but... They're like this heavy Sorry, metal band. You you Striper. Out. You ever heard of Striper? Um, yeah, but from a movie. I know them from a movie, not from... So uh, basically, Striper was like this metal band from the 80s, like hair rock group. And they would wear yellow and black spandex, and they were Christian. So what they would do is like, they would play metal band, like metal music on stage, and they would throw Bibles at the audience members. Like if someone was moshing, they would just <laughs> throw the Bible at them. I don't That's know if they've ever... Satanic. I don't know if they've ever actually like converted anybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know if it's actually in the face with the Bible. I don't know if I would be uh, reading it. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "Fuck that! That's so heavy!" Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, hey, that's better than throwing your base or a monitor. <laughs> Give me a Bible. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so that show you guys played at the Bovine, like, there's some pretty great photos from that set, I tell you. Oh, no, I think, guys, we've lost I Jack. Lost oh, he's back. Ooh, he's back. No. What? How do so, I get all this stuff? Hmm? Never mind, never mind, we're good. <laughs> so, I, I remember that show uh, at the Bovine that you guys played. It's phenomenal show. And, like, honestly, there were some pretty great photos taken that day. And there's this hilarious photo, you know, it's like, I think you're reaching out to the crowd and you just see me in the crowd with my hat, like, but from one side of the photo, it just looks like I'm poking you in the face. <laughs> like, there are uh, a lot of great shots with you in it. There's a no, great um, video with you in it, too. What? I, I lost you again. Hello. Hello. I'm here. Jesus. Hey, man. Jesus. Is this yeah. thing on? Um, um, I can tell you one thing for sure. Um, mine's not even plugged in. It's, it's cause I'm, I'm using my phone, right? This is for a desktop. It's not even, it's just for show, guys. 
Mine's not plugged in there. Mine hasn't even yeah. recorded. <laughs> uh, well, what can you do? Uh, like, what a shock. Am I right? There you go. Yeah, it's just... It's... Um, there's a lot of great videos uh, from back in the bar. Of, and, back know, in the bar. Right up in the, uh, in the front row. And Hold on. one point where you've got your hat in your mouth and both hands, like, open <laughs> Like, like you're on the Titanic or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. That's so funny. I, didn't, I don't think I've ever seen this photo. <laughs> um, Hold on. I'll, so, I'll, someone's, I'll it's a video. It's a video. Hold on. We have um, someone's trying to break into the podcast. Who is this? What's, what's going on right here? Hold on. Guys, we have uh, someone trying to break in. Oh, oh shit. This guy. It's a, it's a Darren NP. Uh, Does NP stand for Neil Patrick Harris? I'm just curious. I I don't want to interrupt the conversation I was already having, so proceed. Oh yeah, we're just talking about. (laughs) Guys, this is Darren from Lucid Smog Disorder. Welcome to the stream, man. How are you doing? (laughs) Hey, Jeff. It's this fucking guy. Here he is. <laughs> uh, the the room is. I'm sorry. What? Everybody went quiet all of a sudden. I lost you. We lost him. He stopped talking. You, you lost me. I lost you guys. I lost the whole thing. The jam space misses uh, lucid smog disorder very much right now. Yeah. So guys, yeah. Um, you know. The world wants to know, um, where did you guys meet? Was it a blind date or was it a... No, we um, knew each other from the neighborhood back in the day. Um, We probably (laughs) met in middle school, I would say. Really? Um, And then kind of, not lost touch, but you know, I guess last touch as it goes when you move away. And when I was living in, I lived in Kingston and mm-hmm. then when I moved back to Toronto and was looking for a band, uh, Aaron was my first call. And we've been basically playing since the first time we got together on a weekly basis. I see. Which is been- So I need to- I mean, since, since the past three weeks, that uh, statement is not really true, so. Hopefully we can write the situation. Write the situation. <laughs> there were weeks where Jack and I would get together Monday to Thursday. Uh, and then thinking back now, I, I miss those weeks. Those were, we got a lot done. We, we really hatched out a lot of good stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, it's good to get that uh, creati- creativity out there, you know? And it's best when you have like those jam sessions because that's where all the fun and the energy is out and everybody puts their ideas out on the table. But the world needs to know, when was the first time you've dabbled with LSD? Oh my God. <laughs> 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 my mom and dad have me on Instagram. <laughs> It's all right. I have family on Instagram too. They're probably like, "What is this jackass doing?" <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because um, I came up with the band name. 
I didn't think we'd, I don't, I don't know. I thought it was like, I thought it was pretty obvious, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. Lucid Smog Disorder is our band name. <laughs> yes. Sorry, guys. For the people who came in earlier in the podcast, I disrespected Lucid Smog Disorder by calling them uh, Loose Smut Discharge, which mm-hmm. was uh, <laughs> which is not the name of the band. So it's please hard. do not it's Google that. Worse. Band. <laughs> heard worse. Really? Like, like, like what? Um, Come on, the world needs to know. You can't just say uh, that. Uh, you know what? That actually might be the worst. We've heard better. <laughs> We've heard better. Okay, good. You've heard better. Um, yeah. Well, that might be the most creative thing. So it depends on what, what, what your scale is. Yeah, I was trying to think of what's the worst, what, what's the worst abbreviation for LSD I can think of that kind of already sounds like your band name. <laughs> that was it. I was like, you know, there's a billion bands that rip out the band Discharge. So I'm like, okay, this is Smog uh, Discharge. Let's do that. <laughs> now, uh, Discharge. Yeah. Says. That really paints a picture, eh? I think oh, for yeah. back we had uh, Lucid Sex Dream floating around for a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that was on the chalkboard. I mean, yeah, basically, we, um, we had a whiteboard with like 15 different names on them. Mm. On it, and we just would spend the afternoon the afternoon on uh, like Spotify or Discogs, just being like, what's this name? Taken, taken. Mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. We really wanted something unique. Um, yeah. And it's a bit of a mouthful, I realize now. And it's funny too, like how uh, something you come up with in your bedroom or in a basement in this like um, controlled setting can see, you see it going this way. This is how it, this is going to be. And it's kind of the same thing with releasing music. It's the exact same thing. It's, it's putting yourself out there, really. But you um, you think, oh, p- this is how I think about it. So this is how it'll be perceived. But that's very, very rarely the case. Hmm. Um, yeah, and we're seeing that with the band name. We're seeing that with um, the reception in the record, too. Uh, you know, like some people go, I love where I come from. And it's like, whoa, that's what I thought was like a deep track. Like, I I really like the song. Um, I don't know. It's cool to think about like the songs that you think are the the hits um, hmm. and to see what other people actually dig. I had the same impress- you know, impression when I had some of my friends and folks telling me they loved Witching Out. Sure. a fucking great song to play and phenomenal to hear that people are uh, getting a kick out of that one I mean for me it was uh, Good Morning USA which is uh, the opening track on your uh, record of Psychedelicacy it's a hard thing to say <laughs> um, I, I listen to it in the morning when I make my breakfast and it's, it, it fits nice. it fits because it's like a day where it's just me, it's like someone saying good morning. It's it's pleasant. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah. That's, um... Good morning, Jack. That's <laughs> exactly <laughs> how I think, like, it's, uh... If anybody watches American Dad, when he gets up, Stan gets up in the morning, he's singing his song. Right. Um, there you go. That's you. That's Joe. 
Sit down and concentrate. Frying up his eggs. <laughs> Wanted scrambled eggs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah. What is that comment? <laughs> it's true. I love songs from bands that are next level to me. Nice. Almost never made the record. I think it's cool mm. too when um, sometimes a track might not make one record, but then it's on the next record or the record after that. And then mm. it, you never know. Like it's all about timing and the right the right notes in the right the right place. Yeah, maybe mm. you put it on and and like if if you're putting out a record too, it's not just. Uh, single so like one song might be a great song but it might not fit what you're doing yeah so you hold on to it and doesn't mean you throw it in the trash just have it for later work on it change it fix it that's the beauty of art and the beauty of music it's transformative and it lasts forever <laughs> and you can remix it and remodel it in any way you see fit yeah Could better joe yeah. I'm sorry. What was that, Darren? <laughs> what do you think about um, Joe? This is a good question for you. Is it? Yeah. Um, if let's say you got street art, you got you got a, a mirror up on a wall, and I come by and I tag my own shit on it, are you, as mm. the original artist, pissed that I spray painted over your work, or is it just an eternal? cycle of a wall. I, <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah. Uh, well, for me, it, it highly depends, you know? Like, this has happened to me before, because, like, I do advertising primarily, right? Sure. So if I work hard on some ad or something, and I put it up, and then some person, like, just oh look at that stupid thing and I'm like yeah I work that was mine like <laughs> you know? or, uh, or like they look at the ad and go that's stupid like I don't want that I'm like no it's not my fault I'm not making this stuff it's just like <laughs> but if it's a personal piece then yes I mean I would feel a little bit targeted if someone yeah. just came along and then just draw uh you know this person likes dicks over top of my art I'd be offended I'd be like yo come on like if you're gonna vandalize my art, at least put something good there. Exactly. Like, you know? <laughs> Drawing of a dick rather than saying, uh... yeah, put some effort into it. <laughs> you know, that's my stance on graffiti too. Like, uh, you guys say like, that that's uh, similar to sampling in music. Sampling. I guess. I mean, it depends how you use it. It's a totally different medium. So for me, a sample is best done if you take a clip that's like maybe one or two seconds and then you take it way out of context from its original recording and then remix it in a way. I like samples sure. like that. You know, that's why I like industrial music. But like when you start taking the entire song and it's just a sample that's barely been edited, then for me, it's, it's not even, what's the point? You're just stealing music at that point. Like it's... <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Pretty amazing to realize too how many songs are samples. 
as long as you never realize your samples, basically mm-hmm. everything since. And uh, you're always, you're not re, but you're always discovered. You're mm-hmm. like, I know that from that song. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much out there. Yeah. Exactly. Although I don't know how many industrial songs can sample Full Metal Jacket. Like, uh, <laughs> they always sample the drill sergeant yelling at the recruits. I feel like I've heard that guy in like half the industrial songs that came out in the late 80s. <laughs> so, um, who are your biggest influences and why is it uh, American Idiot by Green Day? So. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. I had to. I'm sorry. Never heard that. Um, I'll take all the Green Day jokes and throw them out the window. We're 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 done with Green Day jokes. That would definitely uh, Bugs Bunny would be up there. I would mm-hmm. say American Idiot's definitely a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I just found my CD that I got. Uh, when I was a kid, or a, a younger version of myself, mm. and it's really scratched, but it plays on it on the straight road. It still plays, and it's pretty nice to listen to sometimes. Well, that's good. Um, Bringing back the nostalgia. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a big one. I I would like seem like I'm joking when I say Bugs Bunny, but with all seriousness, like. That dude, that dude changed my life. <laughs> the <book. laughs> Mr. Bunny. Um, who's Kerdoo? Uh, oh. Yeah, replacements, Operation Ivy, mm. uh, Rolling Stones, Beatles, like, wait, you know, you know. Yeah. Ramones. Guys. We'll be back after these messages. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, the messages are over. Okay, guys, we're back on track. Uh, you're listening to uh, Zam on the Gram, and our special guest today is uh, Lucid Smog Disorder, or at least um, half, the, half the band members. Um, we've since one up, and now Darren's joined the stream, so it's Jack and Darren. Say hi to Jack and Darren, everybody. Hooray for Jack and Darren. Can we Welcome get to this? No? That's the faint. I see the faint. You got the faint. You ever heard? You ever listen to this record? The faint. Yeah, I've heard it. It's awesome. Um, this is one of my favorite records right now. The faint, wet from birth. Okay, all of this. Um, yeah, uh, it's super cool. I don't know how I would even describe it. It's kind of like electro disco punk. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. Uh. Good for a Friday night. <laughs> yeah, honestly, they do have like that post-punk kind of uh, sound to it. Like, yeah. uh, if you ever heard early Killing Joke, that's what the faint kind of reminds me of. I see it. I see it. I see it. Yeah. Anyways, I bought it simply because the album cover. So, or all yeah, you it's pretty wild. Put out a record. It's all about the album cover. That's a nice. Never joke. Ju- Never judge a book by its cover, but sometimes it helps when it comes to music. <laughs> I would agree. So, Darren, I've already asked. Um, we're talking about records. Guys, I'm sorry I changed the subject. Darren, 
What have you been listening to lately? What's been on your turntable? Um, I listened to Nirvana Live at Reading the other night. Great plug. Uh, watched the movie um, Rock and Roll High School, which inspired me to listen to the album by the Ramones, Rocket to Russia. That's well, those are great pieces of media right there. Um, what else? <clears throat> Crystal Cat. <laughs> Just for hmm? Guys, uh, Darren, uh, we didn't quite make that out. <laughs> what was that last? Do you remember Crystal Castles? Oh, yes. I remember Crystal Castles. I saw them pop up and I said, hey, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like you're setting it up for a punchline. Hey, guys. And, um, and I did a little bit of Velvet Underground earlier on this week. Nice. Not bad. Yeah, Nothing that's, wrong a with, that's a good lineup. And then Nothing I was wrong with the velvet. You're today have a shirt you got a black flag, is that true? I'm sorry, what? I got did a black flag? Did you get a black flag shirt or something? Yeah, I ordered it, so it should be coming in. The problem is with me is like my weight like fluctuates like crazy. So like I started off super skinny and had this black flag shirt, and then I put on a crazy ton of weight and I was like, this no longer fits. So I bought a baggy one, and then I just, like, lost all the weight. I'm like, I can't wear this in public. Now you're covered. <laughs> and now I have zero, like, punk shirts, except uh, Lucid Smog Disorder, um, Black Budget, and um, Wednesday Bender. Nice. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Because it's pandemic. All the stores are closed. I have to order everything, you know. <laughs> you have two punk shirts and a Lucid Smog Disorder shirt. Exactly. 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 Better than... Uh, which is what I'm wearing right now, guys. Make sure you buy your Lucid Smog uh, Disorder shirts. Well, it looks like yeah, um, uh, Lucid Smog. Try right now. I'm sorry, what? Uh, I think we're running low on teas, but stay tuned for some more merch announcements. Yes. Which so, uh, kind of has something to do with Mr. Joe here. Yeah, so... Uh, Recently, I did some designs for some bands, um, you know, Black Budget, uh, Wednesday Bender, uh, The Gens. Oh, and also Lucid Smog Disorder. Yeah, I did, I did some art for them. I uh, did a logo design, and uh, it looks like a little LSD strip. So uh, be on the lookout for LSD strips, but make sure they say Lucid Smog Disorder first. Otherwise, you're going to have a bad time. Uh, <laughs> And we want you guys to have a good time, so you make sure to look out for those um, lucid smog disorder stamps that I'm sure will be stuck on all the bathrooms coming up. <laughs> Got to get venues back open. Got to keep supporting uh, local venues in Toronto. And then before mm -hmm. we uh, playing stages again. Yeah, I look yeah. forward to those days. I still have um, to see this video of me doing uh, the parting of the Red Seas with my uh, hat I'll in my get, mouth. <laughs> I've never seen this. I've never seen it. <laughs> MG took it. Of course, MG took it. She takes like, the best like photos. Like no, no, no. It's, it's a video, dude. I'm telling you. I'll find it for you. I'll get it. I got you. <laughs> Sorry. This is gonna be good. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm announcing right now. Slash, I'm coming up with the idea right now. For all the nine people listening, you can spread the word. Um, 
uh, tattoo competition. Somebody out there design us a tattoo, and I will get it if, if oh, it. Yes. If it de- if it's deemed worthy, um, listen to a record, design a tattoo, tattoo competition. Maybe we'll put it on a T-shirt. Maybe we'll put it on ourselves. Fuck yeah! Starts right now. And you get to select the body part. It gets oh, tattooed shit. on. God damn it! God damn son of a son of a bitch! Okay, hello. Yeah, we, we hear you. We hear everything you say. Oh. And just so you guys know, if you um, do your art of the tattoo, you can select whatever body part you want. Mm. Whatever body part. Sorry. I got the 1970s sitcom soundboard and it's like, you know, a kid of a new toy. Guys, this is like my first podcast in a long time. Forgive me uh, if I'm immature at the soundboard. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm going to get Jack back in this. Uh, Jack hit the road. He's uh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know Jack. I mean, uh, so now that he's gone, let's uh, talk Jack shit. <laughs> let's, uh, uh, someone's requesting to be in our video. It's lucid smog disorder. Let's um, let's invite them back in. Sure. You don't know Jack and shit, and Jack left town. Oh, hey, Jack. <laughs> How are you? Welcome back to the, the podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened there. Uh, according to the Wednesday Bender, you didn't like the 1970s porn sound. It's enough to scare away all the children. <laughs> That's a slick run on the sax. I didn't even hear that. My phone cut out before that happened. So thank you yeah. for playing it for me again. I appreciated it. Yeah, no worries. You know what the thing I find about Instagram Live is uh, the connectivity could be so bad that it leaves unpredictability to happen. You know, people yeah, just get kicked out left my, and right. Uh, my home internet off and now I'm uh, into uh, space internet or data. Mm. I guess it all comes from the space, eh? It all comes from the space. Mm. What a damn so. <laughs> Anyways, if you design us a tattoo, <laughs> uh, it might be a cool idea. Yeah, guys, design tattoos. I want to see more art, and I want to see art and bands collabing together in an artful way. Yeah, the 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 shakiest, most jaggedest lined tattoo wins. <laughs> um, get your toddler, get your kindergartner to try it. I want something bad. We're gonna put it on a t-shirt. We're gonna put it on hats. We're going to stack it up alongside Joe's <laughs> beautiful design and see what sells better. <laughs> I dropped my fake microphone. Joe's will sell better, okay? Don't even fucking joke about that. <laughs> I follow Don's comment. Art, bands, go hand in hand. I'm like, it's the same thing. <laughs> Art and bands, uh, they're a collective nature. I mean, bands make art. Yeah. Good words. Yeah. I think. Some of them. So guys, uh, back when I used to do college radio, there was a question I always asked every band that would come on the show. 
What's the craziest thing you've either seen or done at one of your shows? Mm. Mm. Good one. <coughs> um, watching Jack throw the guitar off stage face first at uh, Dropout Fest was up there. Oh, shit. The face first? I'm sorry, explain. Face first? How, how does that... Oh, the guitar was face first. Face I would say one of the crazier things... Not one of the crazier things. One of the dumbest things I did was I tried to jump off the stage after we had pulled the whole front of the crowd up on stage. So there was <laughs> nobody out there to catch me when I jumped. And... I just hit the floor. It was literally like the first scene. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that sounds painful. I'll give you man. that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> I don't know. We had, uh, we had some crazy antics planned for mm. everybody, but all our shit got shut down. So we're super disappointed about that. Um, yeah, and we hope to, I mean, and it sucks too, because we've been so locked up that we haven't even really been getting together practicing. So we're, we're a bit rusty. Um, but hopefully in the next few months, we'll uh, be back out at it. And um, we're looking to go out on the road this spring. So if you're out there, in the abyss of Eastern Ontario through <laughs> Quebec, through the Maritimes. Wait, so, they, the, so the abyss is just anywhere east of us, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's the abyss. West is uh, declared land. <laughs> it's mapped, it's charted east. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't fucking know. I just want to eat some lobster. Oh, I like lobster. Yeah. Can you blame us? Mm. We just want to go get some lobster. So we're going east. We'll uh, we so might if you want a bar uh, between here and PEI. Shoot us a message on Instagram and. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Right. Well, there any wanna... towns you want to hit? For lobster. Yeah. Lobster. I would do a lot of things for lobster. Lobster tour. <laughs> Wait, the, music is the, uh, the, the audio uh, kind of cut off, so it just sounded like Darren said, I, I would do a lot of things to a lobster. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what has this show become? It's episode one, you guys. And you're, yeah, uh, hey, hey, you did this to us, Joe. You, you, <laughs> actually, you did this. You just gave us a platform to be us. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's the point, right? I you wanted this to be kind of like a jackassy show, but it's also like serious questions being thrown in from time it's to time. Like what it needs to be. Yeah, it's when just, you get it's... down to it, we want to fuck lobsters, okay? Like <laughs> <laughs> <I> different. <laughs> fuck with lobsters, maybe. Anyways, on a serious note, yeah, we want to go out east. So if you own a bar, Come on. Yeah, so uh, lucid, smog, lucid Smog Disorder is coming to your town. They're going on tour. If you have lobsters, they'll be around. So put your claws together for the new Psychedelicacy Tour. <laughs> East time. <laughs> Sorry. That was, that was corny even for me. 
Uh, any new songs, you guys? Anti-new songs. From we are any- uh, very anti-new songs right now. We just put out a record. Um, we worked really hard on 12 songs. So, yes, we are very anti-new songs. And- on another note, yes, we have plenty of new songs that we're working on. <laughs> um, I hope that answers your question. I dropped my sticks. But always writing when we can, making uh, making new stuff, new inspiration from life. Yeah. I also yeah, uh, yeah, as I, long as there's air in my lungs, there will be new songs coming onto the paper. So now we just need to get as long as there's and as long as there's air in Jack's lungs, he'll be alive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to the days we all go to Sneaky D's again. That would be because I'm craving a burrito right now. It's not even about the music. Yeah. I just want burritos. Like, <laughs> I, I, I said to Ashley the other day, "Fuck, I'm really craving some Sneaky D's right now." Yeah, a have you guys would been be nice. since uh, it's a coffee shop? No, but we should. Yeah. Have I been to a coffee shop? What kind of question is that? Wait, what? <laughs> well, now you can get your Sneaky D's at the uh, sliding window. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they've turned it into a shop. Um, yeah, get yourself a burrito. So, guys, I just want to say this. Um, none of us would be here today, like at least the three of us wouldn't be here today, if it wasn't for Save Toronto Music Venues. So they're doing great work uh, for the Toronto music scene, and they're raising money to save all these venues that are experiencing extremely hard times now um, all the COVID restrictions and it's bullshit. It's bullshit if you ask me, but you know, say Toronto music venues is doing fantastic work. And uh, thanks to her, thanks to Ash, who's uh, running the show. Um, she's put us all in touch and yeah. And Darren, <laughs> and Darren. <laughs> Darren's taking credit. I saw that. He's like, and me. And, no, and Kyla. Kyla. Oh, and Kyla. Kyla. So his audio cut off at the worst possible time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, they're doing great things for the scene, you know. I'm almost uh, going to the point where I'm calling Ash the godfather, because she seems like she... <laughs> and Kyla, too. Kyla's the godfather. And who would be Fredo? I don't know. Fredo <laughs> um, would be... Oh, that's a good question. You think you do Fredo? You yeah, I have a big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and Darren. No, honestly, they're doing great work. Um, so everybody should uh, go to com. They have an official website, I think. And donate money and buy a shirt, because that goes a long way, and proceeds go to the venues, and it keeps them alive, and... Uh, I'll stop being a sellout right now. Uh, <laughs> I'll give the floor to you, uh, Jack. It's an important cause. Me. It is an I, important uh, cause. I'll blow the whistle and tell everybody that Joe has been paid. Joe gets a portion of t-shirt money to plug on his radio show. <laughs> hey, you got to keep the lights on somehow. Electricity.
And save Toronto music venues money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, no, Ash is going to like watch, to watch this uh, stream and be like, guys, what the fuck? <laughs> better and bring her on. So the first time I was at Sneaky cool D's, I, I, go I had to sneaky in, inside the venue because uh, they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> they wouldn't let you in. How long ago was this? A few months ago. <laughs> Darren and Ash are like, yeah, go, no, Joe, go to the venue and uh, get us a table. And I'm like, hey, I'm with the band. And they're like, you have to wait outside. There's a wait list. And I'm like, how long's the wait list? I'm not telling you. I'm like, what? Come on. <laughs> I went to yeah. The guy was a dick to us. And then Darren and Astro, I was like, hey, where's, where's our table? I'm like, ah, they won't even let us in. I said I'm with the event promoter. Oh, this <laughs> and was like, <laughs> This was the, oh, yeah, the, the Black Budget show? Yeah, it was that night. It was that night, yeah. <laughs> you were not the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, made, they made us wait outside. It was, it was fucked up. Um... Poor you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the night the three of us uh, were the only ones moshing. Yeah, that was that was a fun time actually. And I would step on the stage and jump on one of the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we would help you crowd surf to the floor. <laughs> was this the final supermarket show? No, it was, uh, Sneaky D's. Oh, this was. Uh... I forgot the other two band names. Uh, Soul it was, um, and American Airport Sushi. Yes, yes. I really liked American Airport Sushi. I actually really enjoyed their set. They had a cool like marketing aesthetic, and I liked the uniforms. And I, I remember uh, Jack thought they were Devo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were Devo fronted by Charlie Manson. <laughs> right. It kind of did look like Charles Manson, Mike. Uh, just from like the face down, just everything. That guy was Manson. Uh, I thought you were gonna say he looked like Charles Manson from the neck down. I'm like, how do you know that? Like, <laughs> what are you trying to tell me, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta say this though. Uh, that was like the first time I met Jack. I think. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, and the first time I saw him, I was like, wow, this guy looks a lot like Billy Joe Armstrong. I mean, like, a lot. So I had to ask him. I was like, hey, does anybody ever tell you you look like Billy Joe Armstrong? And I'm going to be honest, I haven't even heard Lucid Smog's music at this point. I was just like, oh, it's just, hey, man, you look like him. Isn't that neat? And Jack's just like, I'm not Lucid I'm not. I'm not Billy Joe. I'm nothing like him. <laughs> and, and that was enough to scare him away. Uh, lose Jack already? Wait, I, was, I scared him away. I, I insulted his uh, integrity. So he left. Back here. Come back here, Jack. We miss you. Jack, please don't go. I'm going to do the Titanic line. If I join. But he's like, let me back in. Should, should we let Jack back in, you guys? All right. Uh, let's invite him back. He, he's our guest, so of course we're going to invite him back in. Come on. Hey, hey, Jack, hey, welcome hey, back. I got poor internet, I suppose. 
No, if it's just Instagram Live, it sucks off sometimes. It's, like, uh, it really does. <laughs> uh, uh, by Octopi saying, uh, Jack off. Oh, Jack is off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is that kind of show, you guys. Uh, it's, it's jackassy, and then it's like uh, serious questions about the band. Yeah, I don't think Instagram will allow that. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't, please don't do that. <laughs> just, just don't. No one wants to see that. Uh, guys, ask whatever questions you want in the chat, and we'll do our best to answer them because uh, that's what kind of show this is. He does away Billy Joe. That's what Francine says. <laughs> in the, Francine, it's nice to meet you. Um, but yeah, seriously, we're here to answer any questions you might have about the band, um, and uh, nothing is off limits, so ask. This is that kind of show, you guys. Don't keep us waiting. Graphics. Come on. Let's go. Hurry up. Ask a question. Ask a question, goddammit. <laughs> Frank, what? how did you guys meet? Oh, we went over this. We'll do it again. Well, uh, now, you can, now you have to do an imaginary story uh, of how you met. You have to make uh, up a fictional story. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were at a music festival, and... Um, Jack was actually selling Molly uh, at a hot dog. And I walked up and all I wanted was a hot dog. And he said, what I have is Molly. Here you go. I'm very upfront. That's terrible. <laughs> I'll take my Molly with uh, ketchup and mustard, please. <laughs> and uh, one for my friend as well. It'll be a regular sausage molly party. <laughs> that was actually really well done, Darren. I like that made-up story of uh, how you guys met. Hold Darren, on. I see, we're both I, contestants on Survivor. I see a potential um, cameo in the background of Darren's camera. That looks like... Uh, <laughs> I, it looks like Save Toronto Venues uh, giving me the middle finger. Or is she, <laughs> Or is uh, Ash from Save Toronto Music Venues giving Jack the finger? I can't tell. It's a three-way flip-off. Last time I was in a three-way flip-off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you were in the freeway and just started, like, flipping off everybody in the freeway? <laughs> Rad. Um, there's a question. Uh, there's a bunch of questions, actually. Favorite uh, songs from the I, record. I with Joseph. Uh, we met... <laughs> We met Joe through Ashley of SCMV, uh, uh, and we, I met him at, I guess, Jack, you did too, at the Black Budget Starship show at, uh, where was it? Um, Seascape. Yeah. I met him on a stairwell. He had a corpse paint on his face, uh, and, I, and it was Halloween, and I didn't wear a costume. <laughs> I was that guy. You had your leather jacket on, yeah, Darren was like super friendly right at the gate. He's like, wow, man. Hey, nice to meet you. I love your leather jacket. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. Thanks, man. He's it's nice to meet you. When you first meet him, it freaked me out. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. Friendly people. They weird me out. Yeah, that's why, um, that's why I weird out Ash, ladies and gentlemen. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, me and Darren are like the same person because like, we're always like friendly and like, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Like, what the fuck's wrong with that guy? It's 
scare off everyone. No, but uh, yeah, it was like, uh, it was cool. But, yeah, like, what was your costume? You were like um, a misfit or something, right? Like one of the misfits, I'm guessing. Oh. Hmm? What was I? Yeah, what were you dressed as? I couldn't really tell. <laughs> what were you? <laughs> It was like a uh, punk rock zombie or something. I was, yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, there was another question they had for you. Uh, well, here it is. Uh, I didn't prepare anything. Song? What's your favorite song off each? Oh, shit. What's each of your favorite song off the album? Uh, Jack, you go first. Uh, no, you go first. <laughs> Um, my favorite song is uh, Beverly, for sure. Beverly, yeah. I think. Now, why does Beverly float your boat, Jack? Well, before you really cut me off, I was just about to launch into it. <laughs> launch into it. <laughs> Um, I think just, it was kind of like the culmination of a period in my life and kind of like, not to fucking use this word again, but a culmination of a lot of the things I had learned in songwriting and it kind of just all came together. And it was also like a, sh a shooting on my street and like the way that that, yeah, that song kind of just like capped off an error in my life for me. So that song means a lot to me. And I think the lyricism is pretty good on that one. <laughs> um, so that, yeah, that's my favorite song on the record. Yeah, fucking blast to play live. Yeah. Okay, well, Jaren, what's your favorite song on the record? Uh, I actually, I'm gonna say Pathetic. Whoa. Love Pathetic. Uh, mm. Such good energy. Uh, and a fucking hell of a time to play, especially when we can get bongos on stage with us when we get a chance to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That one is really cool. I, uh... You know... What do I know? <laughs> I was going to say, um, I actually had forgotten Pathetic was a Lucid Smog Disorder song when um, the Octopi <laughs> in the chat here wrote Pathetic. I thought they were insulting us. Like, you guys are pathetic. <laughs> and I was like, that's fucking rude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a song. And it's Darren's favorite. So go figure. <laughs> I mean, you guys already know my favorite song. It's, um, it's oh, uh, Misery. <laughs> No, I just changed my mind. USA. No, it's Good Morning USA. It's my favorite one. I just like uh, the riff. The riff is awesome, and I like um, the energy to it. And it really starts your day off on an energetic, positive vibe. Yeah. And I like, like that. Coffee in a shower. You yeah. just need a record. Yeah. From the top. Um, and I Nothing say, says. Uh, the mastering hmm? on that uh, <coughs> is phenomenal, too. The way that it kicks in and it punches it kicks you right in the teeth um so can mm. and and the drumming um carson arigo mm -hmm. 
Excuse me. Out of the park. Um, we love Carson. Mm -hmm. Guys, I just come to notice you. this. Oh, killer show. Thank this you. Follower, Don. That's awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you, Don. Father Don's an MP MVP because uh, Father always comes into my streams and so chatty. I'm like, oh, thank thank God for you because like everyone's always silent like crickets on my streams. Yeah, that's usually. why you've got the cricket sound queued up so quickly. Yeah, because yeah, I can just play it like constantly, you know. But um, no, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. But you know, nothing says uh, a nice uh, early morning of a cup of coffee than. Uh, are you seeing Tim Hortons coffee or just coffee? This is just coffee. Uh, then good morning, USA. Hmm. It's bitter. <laughs> like this pandemic. And I got to say, um, I don't think our screens are socially distanced from each other, you guys. This is dangerous territory we're in. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm touching. Yeah, you have a question? I was yes, Jack. To touch you. Oh, you're trying to touch me. Yo, uh, Jack, man. Stop trying to touch my microphone. That's uh, <laughs> I know it's big and kind of phallic and suggestive, but that doesn't necessarily mean you should touch my microphone, okay? It's, you know, for those of you who are listening on Spotify, because um, I will be putting these recordings on Spotify afterwards for people to listen to. Um, he literally reached up onto my uh, screen and grabbed my microphone and tried to touch me. I saw I was a witness. It happened. <laughs> it happened. Uh, it's a lucid smog disorderly conduct right here, and I do not tolerate it. By all, by Someone explain the acapella lyrics at the end of Good Morning USA. <laughs> Wait, was that acapella lyrics? Yeah, go on. Explain further. <laughs> oh, oh, at the very end. What did we do with the... Somebody listened. You listened that long into the song. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know. I think I think most people tune out in like 20 seconds. They get the gist of it and they go, oh, okay, I get it. Next. Oh, okay, next. Okay, next. Oh, a slow one. Okay, <laughs> next. Next. <laughs> next. Yeah. So thank you for listening to uh, Ski Duo. Who the fuck are you? Anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, let's just insult the audience. <laughs> Who the fuck are you, Ski Duo? <laughs> Listen, you know, if you're pizza when you french fry it, you're going to have a bad time. Ski duo. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? I don't know what to say about the end. Um, I don't even remember it. What did we do? Um, the, the flowers grow wild inside the palace. Oh. Behind oh. Um, so that's... that's um, that's kind of an ode to uh, the city, the city in the in the lockdown. Um, I last spring, I think like June, I was writing, and I like I like to walk around downtown Toronto when I write. I go go on walks when I write, and right behind Leaf Palace, there's a big fire escape, 
and I was sitting back there and there's this little like old pot with all these flowers that were kind of growing out of it. So I started to write and I was trying to write a song with all these music venues in it. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, that's kind of like a, a verse. Mm. I don't know. It just felt kind of haunting and, and um, kind of like crossing the river sticks um, into the afterlife. You've kind of, you're, you're awake, like Joe said, like, good morning, USA. You're awake. You've had your cup of coffee. Boom. Now your day starts. And then, and then that's psychedelic as mm -hmm. you. It's exactly how it feels to play live. That's amazing. You know, uh, I'll never forget this. One of the first times um, I met Jack, and this is one thing that he's inspired me to do. Um, I carry around a little notebook with me now and just write a bunch of shit in there. Whenever something's remotely profound, I'll make a face and just start writing in it and then putting it in my pocket when I'm done with the thought. I'm like, <laughs> does the book have sound effects too? <laughs> whenever i hear a great idea i open the book i crack it open i think of jack and then i write, <laughs> write a note hey, Nero face and then i uh <laughs> write in there and i put it in my pocket and then no, i have just endless things to uh be reminded of yeah. reminded by I don't know. It's a good thing no, to do. That's good. People should do it. Write shit down. Like, Keep a journal. Um, even you if you write the smallest things and then you go back to it three, four weeks later, it's like, shit, I've had a pretty good life. Oh, we're getting more questions. <laughs> pretty... do, you write... <laughs> do you write most of your songs yourself or as a group? Um, we wrote most, like, I mean, it's got to be, it's got to come through all of us at some point. I think that, um, I read a lot of the lyrics and kind of come up with the campfire version of the song. Um, and then we bring it to the rehearsal space and we, we rewrite, like a lot of uh, writing is rewriting. So um, a lot of artists get very touchy feely about um, their work and, and they don't want to edit it necessarily and, and take criticism from the outside, which like, you know, you always have to take with a grain of salt, but um, yeah, writing isn't writing, it's rewriting. Something is never written, it could always be better. Um, yeah, uh, the last record that was written kind of over the course of five years before we were even together as a group. So um, yeah, that's kind of how that one went. Yes, that is the answer to that question. <laughs> uh, and will the next album have the same sound? <laughs> what, what, um, what? The next album. What? The next album is going to be sung entirely in a Gilbert Godfrey voice. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for uh, Dave. Au revoir. Each of us. I was going for Dave Mustaine. Album. You know, I was What's doing that? my Megadeth voice. I was doing Megadeth. That's what I was going for. Like, hello, me. Meet the real me kind of thing. But uh, <laughs> not very good. I'm sorry. I've done. <laughs> Guys, just so you know, Maddie Hurl says laughing my ass off. Spot your shit. <laughs> Maddie from the 
Yes. So guys, uh, the world needs to know. What does the world need to know? Nothing. The world needs to know shit. <laughs> That's what we need to know. Fuck the world. No, seriously though, like, um, you know, I've been like anticipating the reopening of these venues. But if you guys were able to play with any band, who would you play with? Why is it so silent in here? Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Could you um, imagine if Weird Al covered one of your songs? <laughs> I, I would love to play with the Beach Boys. Oh no, we lost Jack. Oh no, not Jack. Jack sank into the ocean. All right. Maybe uh, do uh, an acoustic uh, version of something with Janis Joplin. Really? That wouldn't be a bad. Uh, that wouldn't be a bad lineup whatsoever. So Jack. Mm-hmm. What did I miss? Jack, my man, you missed the most important question. If the venues reopened, and there was any yes. band. <laughs> if because these are uncertain times <laughs> it, when the venues reopen who would you want to play with if there was any band you could play with mm. um, I like the anti-queens I like uh, Brat Poison there you go there's my bill Brat Poison. Lucid Smog Disorder uh, Anti Queens and Brat Poison. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'd like to play with the Filthy Radicals too. Yeah, we like the Filthy Radicals a lot. Kyle. I'd like to play with Prince's Hologram as well. I like being filthy and being radical. So, yeah, I'd like to play with the Filthy Radicals as well. <laughs> my only problem is I try to keep those parts of my life separate. <laughs> <laughs> and my world's come crashing down upon me at their shows. Oh my God, the filthy and the radical. You know, when your friends meet, yeah. it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's like a super group of, uh... <laughs> I've lost my words. <laughs> oh my God. So guys, mm -hmm. um, so you know that I've, I've mentioned this before, but this microphone doesn't work. It's just for show. Yeah, whatever. What the fuck? It's just a mic. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, Jack, that hat you're wearing, it's uh, obviously a pink flip, but what is that on the back? Is that a fluffy ball? What is that? It's pom pom. Where, where did you get that hat, man? I've never seen um, anything quite like it. This is my wife's hat. I don't know oh. where she got it. She got it at a grocery store, maybe. A grocery store. <laughs> Next to the small town. Clean up on aisle two. Someone spilled all the Pink Floyd poofball hats. Someone better <laughs> clean it up before someone slips and falls and cracks their head open. <laughs> Someone might fall and the dark side of the moon will hit the pavement. No. I would agree. 
Uh, Father Don says, does Instagram still boot you off after an hour? (laughs) 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 So, um, Ash said, uh, Ash is in the chat from Say Toronto Music Venues, and she says, someone bleached their hair. Wasn't me. Well, the only one who's showing their hair is Darren, so... (laughs) (laughs) What's sexist? What did we? Do? What was sexist? The way I suggestively grabbed my mic. <laughs> what was sexist in this chat? <laughs> Why did it flop over? <laughs> I leave. I leave the comments to you guys. Uh, oh, she's. Oh no, it's, it's a joke. We weren't being sexist. Uh, they just felt like saying not sexist. So, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen happen in the crowd? Mm. I mean, it's, it's uh, a blur to me. Oh, we're going to lose Jack again. Okay. No, we'll always remember Jack. <laughs> we'll always remember him. <laughs> Jack was a good guy. He made good music. Uh, he sang well. He often reminded me of Billy Joe, but not. And um, in fact, he was better than Billy Joe. Um, you know, he, he really uh, brought the crowds together. And the way he would stage dive into crowds that didn't exist because they were on the stage really motivated me. It really motivated me to stage dive into emptiness. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's your pre-show? I'm sorry, what? It was inspiring. Yeah, it's very inspiring. So, uh, Ski Duo wants to know, what's your pre-show tradition? Oh, my God. I feel so naked right now. Um, what about Jack? Rich, <laughs> we just, you know, we just go on and play, really. Um, we did, like a, t- like, a huddle, like, one time, and, you know, that was really it. Well, like, football style, I'm guessing, right? Like, or, guys, we got this! <laughs> let's go! Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, we, we grab our instruments, we grab our drumsticks. We, uh, and that's it. So, guys, uh, here's the biggest flaw of Instagram Live. Jack's phone died. Our guest, our special guest's phone died. And uh, <laughs> he is no longer on the stream, guys. Jack is now banned uh, from the Zam on the Gram podcast. Um Thank you, guys. You've been a lovely audience. No, no, we're, st- we're sticking around. This is too much fun. <laughs> it's happening until you guys want us to stop. Um, they want us to smash guitars. Uh, Darren, do you want to volunteer to smash a guitar on the on the podcast? Uh, no, I like my guitars too much to do that right now. Yeah. Uh, so next podcast, they'll remember to get one. And we can. Yeah. We can smash it. I like Jack's uh, smash guitar from the bovine. That was, uh, let me in on laptop. Jack, uh, charge your phone. Francine. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is like the commercial break almost. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So this podcast is brought to you by Save Quebecois Music Venues. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> Let's save Toronto ones. Those are the ones that matter. 
that, that, that was my best uh, ad for a thing that doesn't exist. Quebecois music venues. No, I'm just kidding. That's so last open COVID season. What does that mean, Ash? Elaborate. Oh no! Elaborate no. on your statement. I have ten percent left. Oh, oh shit! And I have seventy-five. Oh my god! Thank God! I thought I'd be at zero. <laughs> so, guys, um, at the bovine, I saw this in smog disorder, and it was wonderful. Um, at the end of the show, Jack smashes his guitar basically like smashes it into little pieces and i'm like oh that's pretty fucking cool that's a smash guitar on the floor i just had to make art out of it i was like yo jack can i keep this i want your guitar he goes yeah yeah make art do something cool with it the owner of the bovine comes up to me and goes no just donate it put it on the wall i'm like well can i make art of it and then put it on the wall and he's like yeah so everybody has already left the venue and i'm like drawing on this guitar that i've crudely attached to the wall amongst a bunch of junk it's like magic marker i'm like just drawing all over the guitar and the guy says last call and there's like a bunch of people drinking at the bar having a good time who the fuck do you think he kicks up first <laughs> he kicks me out like the guy who's in the middle of doing something and jack is just kind of like walked by he just sees me painting the guitar just like walks by like oh, that's pretty cool it's, i like what you did with that mm. So the guitar is still there unfinished. I didn't finish. It's still there. It's not finished. I didn't get a chance to finish it. I got kicked out that night. I ended up in some pizza place with uh, Life Postmortem that night. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, we played with Life Postmortem and Shot Down Twice, who were both dream come true bands to play with that night. Um, they were great. Well, Jack, we're just talking about the played with that the bovine. Hmm. When I made art out of your smash guitar. That was pretty and cool. I got kicked out of the place. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I was there, it was still hanging. Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, like, Life Post Morden, they remind me of this good. band from the Die Cruising from the 80s. Like, they remind, like, their singer reminds me so much of the singer of that band. Like, they're so good, their energy. It shot down twice, kicks ass. Like, uh,. I was doing like the high pitched metal singing in the in the crowd, <laughs> just to kind of like impersonate the singer, I guess. But they rock. I mean, no, that was a great show, and those they got two huge guitar amps. That mm. was awesome. It was loud. Yeah. It was uh, big. Couldn't have done it any other way. Loud and big, like loud, proud, and exactly what we wanted. In your fucking face. Yeah, I think the Bovines now my new favorite venue. Yeah, awesome. Hey, thank Love you to you everybody who's listening that came out to that. I mm. think everybody that's listening was there. Yeah. yeah. Thank you all. All of you. Yeah. Thank you. I think that's like probably the venue I consistently moshed the most. Like, out of any show. Like, and I, I fucking loved it. Oh no! I don't. I don't I, the problem with me is I'm like way too tall and way too bulky to stage dive. So like, no one wants to catch me. <laughs> like, so I never bother with that. But yeah. Well, I, you always can the ne at the next show. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have my limits. Like, I won't stage dive. That's my. That's my. That's my line. Challenge by choice. Yeah, I miss challenge. You should do it. It's like, I, I, you know, we're talking about things that I'm craving. It's like when we're talking about dark chocolate or chocolate or pizza or something when you want it. 
I want to get back mm. on stage, man. Fuck. You want to get backstage and fuck? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Darren. <laughs> That's pers- That's like too much information for the audience to know. They obviously know what goes down backstage. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, you, gotta, you gotta love Instagram and the audio interferences. They make everything sound worse than it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know we, we were just, supposed to have a show on uh, Saturday. Ooh, Friday, Friday, I think. Friday. Friday. The yeah. 21st. Friday never came. With, uh, the um, I'm not good with dates nor days of the week. It might have been a good show. Damn. It might have been it a good show. <laughs> but we'll, now we'll never yeah. know. <laughs> we'll never know. Hey, it might have actually been a dumpster fire. Maybe we dodged a bullet there, Darren. It's possible. Us? You know what? That, that would be a great name for a second record. Hey, we dodged a bullet there. We that dodged a the bullet there. Hold on, let me yeah, just write that's... that down. <laughs> yeah, get our journals out. <laughs> let me get the whiteboard <laughs> just... out, Jack. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll keep that in mind. Um, I believe this show has been <laughs> rescheduled. I think it's in... Darren would know better than I do. Darren, do you know when a minor gig's been rescheduled to? March. April. <laughs> April. <laughs> Excuse me, April something. <laughs> Don't fucking ask me anything. It might have been April. On <laughs> a Wednesday bender, I don't know. And I believe we were going to be playing with Like a Girl. Is that the band name? And uh, uh, Like a Girl, Avem, Avem, yeah, it might have been. It might have been a cool lineup. Yeah, Avem's got like some yeah. sort of cool like bird theme going on. Like all their album covers are like just bird stuff. It's con- you know points for consistency, Avem. Points for bird? consistency. Birds. I don't know. I know bird is the word. Have you guys heard about the bird? Everybody knows. And that the bird is the word. That's what this podcast is speaking. Every time it's I just that song, though, I think about the Family Guy thing that they do with it. Yeah, I don't know. That show, I think, like exploded that song's popularity after like such a long time. That and Rock Lobster. exploded. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah. What? Like what these songs about? were popular once before Family Guy too. Yeah, and then, you know, it takes some time, some of these songs sleep in popularity, and then some silly meme or some episode parody or something, and then everyone can start talking about it. But that's good. You know, that's that's a great way to breathe new life into some old art. Yeah. I would agree. Would you say that's what TikTok and sampling has done? I would say that. TikTok is the new family guy. TikTok is the new industrial music. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, (laughs) except it's trendy and uh, very short. And people are on to the next thing super fast. That's what TikTok is. Short attention spans and high creativity. Yeah, that's where we're at, man. Yeah. Joe, because you're uh, you're an artist, you Mm. know, I'm sitting next to, uh, I I looked to the left of me and I saw this drawing that, 
Ashley's daughter drew. I wanted to show it to you. I thought oh. I Oh wow! Look at that. And I just, is that a? What is that? It's cool. It's well done. Yeah, it's really cool. That's awesome, Jack. You know, maybe for a future single release or uh, even the back of the <laughs> Jack does not look thrilled. He does not look happy. Jack, be nice. It's an awesome drawing. <laughs> there we go. I liked it. I love the drawing. <laughs> his face says otherwise he's like fuck no <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> i don't think it's gonna be the cover of a single he's like scratching his eyes like fuck let's change the subject <laughs> ash is like put that down it's terrible <laughs> that's perfect oh no my thing's gonna die soon all right. Plug it in. You gotta plug it in. Plug, um, in, the, plug in the charger. Okay. Some more questions. Question. All right. Um, that was the guys ever. Thank you, Don. What's Lucid Smog Disorder's main icon image? Like the brand identity. <clears throat> That's the question that's being posed to you. That's the question that's being posted. Uh... Guys, the main identity of lucid smog disorder, what is it? The main identity. Um... Mm. Community. Jack, guys, Jack is back. Jack Welcome Jack. back, Jack. We missed you, man. We missed you. <laughs> What's the question? What's the question? <laughs> what is the main identity of a lucid smog disorder? Like an icon, image. What's your identity? Oh. Um... That's a really interesting question. It's a deep question. Yeah, to reduce it down to a single image. Grand. Um, I think that, to be honest, the design that Joe did with the, the, off the face, the face that's like almost like the maze from the shining yeah, with the titles around it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to be honest, like right now, that's it. That sums it up. You're right, Jack. I, it was really beautifully done by Joe. Really, really well done. Because, um, I think it really well represents the record, um, and kind of honestly like where i was at uh, writing it and uh sometimes recording it sometimes playing it live um so i think yeah that image kind of sums it up really well it's 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 i don't know that dude in joe's drawing has like experience on his face or her face like you can't really tell um you know, it's the funny thing is it was just random patterns at first and then just happened to form a face at the end. I was like, oh, it kind of looks like a skull. <laughs> there was like no reason for it. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I swear to my God, I did it on an Instagram live stream. Like, hey, guys, I'm just going to draw some random ass shit. <laughs> and it came out so awesome. I was like, oh, this turned out really good. What the hell? Yeah. 
And then I just drew the song names around the face and just gave it uh, the top of the head afterwards with the Lizard Smog name. That's the only change I made. I love it. it was just, it was just this random illustration I did. I was like, you know what? This, uh, I think this would suit Lizard Smog Disorder. I think this would be perfect for you yeah, guys. It just need to mo- really well I needed to modify it slightly, and it would work out. Like, yeah. It's hard to reduce um, like the identity of a group of people into a single image, unless mm-hmm. you're a sports team, but that's just... It's totally that's just logo design. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think you really captured it. I think there's something really um, fucked up about what's going on behind those eyes, but like there is a lot of wisdom behind it too. And uh, I don't know. I think I, I've seen that thing in my dreams long before I ever met Joe. So Wow. Holy, that is like the most profound thing I've ever heard about my art, like ever. Hey. <laughs> like, this is the second time actually this week that someone said they see their art, my art in their dreams. This is the second time. The first time I was like, what? You know, the first time it wasn't even anything good. It was like a sticker design of Rob Ford I made in like 2011. It was embarrassing as fuck to show it. And this person looks at it and goes, I'm going to be seeing that in my dreams tonight. Thank you, John. I'm like, what? Why that? I'm like, that. But I, I understand this one that I did because it's like so like deep and complex and like so much little details in there. Like it's... Mm-hmm. I think that's what I love about abstract is uh, everyone would look at it differently and see something different out of it. And usually put, people put their own thoughts and emotions into what they see. And that's what art, how art speaks to them, you know? And same with music, you know, when they Thank hear lyrics. Art is exactly how we know what we see in it with our own vision, what we make of it. And it's, uh, and I love that new golden uh, color using on the black canvas. It just, sets well yeah man it's a work in progress but it's coming along (laughs) i ran into gold ink though so that's a (laughs) that's a thing (laughs) it's on hiatus if you guys want to donate me some uh gold ink you can donate it to my patreon it's (laughs) (laughs) for uh, joe's gold ink if you guys uh donate five hundred dollars to my patreon you guys will get a joe zambri body pillow in anime fashion uh it'll uh be delivered to your <laughs> no those don't exist i swear to god they don't exist uh oh you noticed the lucid smog disorder album in the back uh yeah it's uh it's right there yeah it's uh kerplunk it's their uh their debut seven inch it's a 12 inch but <laughs> Yes, uh, I put that there on purpose just to get a reaction out of Jack. It's uh, that was my idea. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 samezies, Jack, samezies. Look, look at that. If I was by the I'd pull my own. <laughs> We're just whipping out our kerplunks on the podcast. Like that's uh, that's how it. Uh, that's how it works. No, I just say welcome to paradise. That's. <laughs> Yeah, I think we this, got the same pressing this too. Is the single greatest joy in life, uh, liner mm-hmm. notes. Liner yeah. notes. You know, guys, I this... believe liner notes is why I make music. Really? Well, I mean, you do write a lot of notes, so I would imagine so. But <laughs> here's the thing. Honestly, this record is perfect packaging design because uh, I think yeah. Jack even I think Jack even noticed this particular 12 inch came with the seven inch that Green Day put out at that time. 
the sloppy record. So if you bought this, it would have the seven inch inside there, yeah. which is amazing value. Like that's, that's so cool of a band to do. Like once you get to green days level of success to actually like put in bonus records within the record and not even advertise that they're in there. That's a real treat for the fans. Like they would even go as far as doing that. There's seven inch. Yeah. Yeah. That's what came in it. Like, so if you bought that record, it would come with, uh, was that sweet children? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great record right there. And same with uh, 39 Smooth. If you bought that, it came with two seven inches in there. These things are the biggest fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> like, you've really got to work yourself up to put on a seven inch. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't mind them. As a collector of punk rock seven inches, I enjoy them. It's just, you listen do to not. Them? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, <laughs> the thing is, there's nothing more punk rock than a seven inch record. Other than a demo tape, but I'm not a fan of them. <laughs> they're, they're fucking cool. But if you are going to buy 7-inch records, do not buy a Crosley record player, which is uh, this one right behind me. That's what I bought. It's interesting you say that. Now, the problem with Crosley's is if you take it to the second song of the 7-inch, it will actually skip for the second half of the song. Or at least my Crosley does that. That's, like That's probably just you, dog. I don't, mine didn't do that. No, mine just like faulty, I think. It's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Especially if you're listening to punk music where the songs are like two minutes long. It's like, you get for 30 you're seconds and it just goes. <laughs> it's like, what happened? I got I'm listening to Fix Me by Black Flag and it just like skips to the end immediately. I'm like, it's really my favorite song on the record. Hold on after this. Huh? You're really making me want to go and put some vinyl on after this. It's been way too long. Oh, yeah. So what's been on my turntable lately has been, uh, uh, not Kerplunk, this one, Symbols by KMFDM, Industrial Group from Germany. Classic record. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to it, it's, uh, I highly recommend it. And it's my favorite artist, does the album art. It's phenomenal. It's hand-painted. Like, it looks like it's been done on Illustrator, but nope. This is freehand Ooh. stuff. It's crazy. Aiden's like the you legend. You that pop record with the teeth? Yeah. Yeah. That's a hand uh, pencil drawing. It's funny. Um, I actually had interviewed Pop just before they put out that record, like way no back. Way. So to, they changed their name from Topanga to Pop, and they only had like two songs as Pop at the time, and they came on our show, and I guess none of us really ex expected how big they would get. Yeah, but yeah, like I, 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 I stopped doing radio just after that. And then like two years later, I just see pop flyers like everywhere. Like they're on the subway. I'm like, what the, f what, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> like Talking about pop, we got Bronson in the chat. Yo, get Bronson on here. Get him on hey. here. Oh, it looks, looks like Bioctopy is a KMFDM fan. Hey, uh, this is Drug Against War. Congrats on the new track. They're my favorite band. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Small world though, like just seeing all these artists and like, it's almost like I know everybody from one point or another because Bronson was, is in Smear. Uh, and I knew the other members of Smear from way back, which is hilarious. It's like, oh, okay, all these people all of a sudden just kind of like bump into each other. Yeah. Small world, but fuck, we are so lucky to have Bronson, man. He is. Yeah. Hey, where is it? Get Bronson on here. Yeah. You know, hey, Bronson, do you want to join in? <laughs> Bronson, from Wisco Bronson from Wisconsin. Come on, join the show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I remember I was at Seascape with my friend Ange like we were just like chilling uh celebrating a birthday celebration and having some drinks and I just see this guy sitting um 
at this booth. And I'm like, that guy looks familiar. So I just like walk up to him. And I'm like, hey, I think I know you. He goes, yeah, Joe, it's me, Bronson from Lucid Smog. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> How do I not? How did I not know you? Like, it was dumb. Play, play. <laughs> yeah, and we were playing uh, Bloodborne on the PlayStation, and uh, we made a character out of Darren. Oh, hey, Bronson. Yeah. How are you doing? Bronson, oh, welcome you doing? to the stream, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Welcome. This guy, like, he always sends pictures of like, what are those, like, sloths? Like oh yeah, <laughs> I I have my like default like emoji or whatever on uh Instagram just set to sloths or no it's um otters because yeah. they're cool I guess I'm like yeah because every now and then I'll get a message it's just an otter like what the fuck is this on my phone yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's me. oh that's Bronson what's yeah, like, you need to ask you're not ready to know <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there now I just know by default. Oh, it's just Bronson. He's gonna send me a, a slot. Yeah, it's the <laughs> thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a, a boot forever. I it was like, it was so confused. A boot. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I feel I'm gonna market the show as this, right? Uh, the show is always gonna have one guest to start, and then I'll, we're just gonna have a random people just join in throughout the rest of the thing until it's like yeah. a big party. That's how. That's what's gonna yeah. happen. We're gonna um, have a party. Man. Yeah. Oh man, it's this is great. Mm. Uh, well, thanks again. This is cool. Thanks for putting this on, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Thank you. And this is episode, episode one, so uh, you know, and it's Whoa. not gonna ju- it's not gonna just be music. Like every show is gonna have a different type of guest. Like it'll be like yeah. uh, you know, artists and actors and athletes or models really or like whoever to wants to come on. You, you'd really like to see what. I want you to interview a race car driver. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mark Hamilton. What's the motivation? The audio was so bad for a second. I heard him say, I want you to pull the race card. I'm like, I'm not, what? <laughs> what is what you asking me? <laughs> yes, race I'll, car okay. driver. I want to, I'll interview the race car driver tomorrow. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Let's make it happen. <laughs> Howard Stern mm-hmm. styles. Yeah, okay, if it was Howard Stern, it would just be borderline inappropriate constantly, like, so. Yeah. uh, Shit on people's bodies and licking them off and doing weird shit like Howard Stern does. Hey, guys, um... (laughs) Hey, guys, I think you should do this. Um, You ever do this with this woman? Okay, how about that? It's like, what? No, don't ask me that. I'm here to talk about the music. (laughs) Joe, that's when you get the notebook out. Oh. Bronson, we miss you. <laughs> yeah, I miss you boys too. I miss all the people. I haven't seen anybody, man. Mm. How's yeah. the pizza joint? Pizza joint? Uh, could be better. It's slow. Oh, no. I'm not getting shifts, man. Any more Br- Bronson works at a pizza joint? I didn't know that. Yeah, I work at a, a wood oven pizza place. Yo, that's but, sick. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it gets the bills paid, I guess. You know? I don't know if any more bad reviews that your owners have. No, Guys. no, I don't think there's been any more bad ones. But uh um hopefully exactly. uh, otherwise we're in trouble. <laughs> so uh guys, I just wanted to say uh this podcast is brought to you by uh, Bronson's Pizza. So be sure to go by and uh, leave them a good Google. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, by Octopus says. 
What's the joint's name? Uh, it's called Gatto. G-A-T-T-O. It's like running meat and blur area. Do they have good yeah. cake? Yeah, we have some good cakes. We got like a caramel cheesecake. Mm. We got, um, uh, oh my God, what else do we have? A carrot cake. We have a chocolate cake. Yeah. If you want to like get it catered, I'm pretty sure they'll make you a whole one. I don't know. Whoa. I don't really know the details. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's do a uh, Lucid Small Disorder Gatto Pizza collab. Yeah, bro. Uh, no, we we do we we ha- we host these like um parties upstairs. They like rent the space and like fifteen people will come in and like order entire trays of lasagna. It's oh like, bro, it's crazy. Yeah. You guys are making me hungry. What the fuck, Bronson? Yeah. You come on the come show. Gato, we'll feed you. you send me slots. We'll you. And now you talk about. Pizza on my stream, and you don't even bring over the pizza. You just talk about it. You're teasing uh, us. Next what time, next time I'll bring I'll bring pizza to the stream. I'll like, go and I'll deliver it, and we can all chat and, and chat. Yeah, yeah. How's your uh, Darren uh, Panzer character doing in uh, in Bloodborne? How's how's your Darren Panzer doing? <laughs> oh, you know what? That 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 it, that only exists at Seascapes. Uh, the Darren Panzer. Hopefully, hopefully one day we'll go back and we'll uh, finish the run. The, I, would, the I would love to have Sarah from Seascape on this podcast one day, just because like of this. I would watch it. Yeah, yeah. I just I invite a bunch it. of the Seascape regulars, like uh, you know, just the the typical regulars at that bar, just hanging out in this podcast. Yeah. That'd be that'd be a cool cool vibe. It'd be Dracula's daughter, uh, but for a stream. We'll just play goth music and yeah. uh, do awkward uh, dead people dance that they do. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I was at that Dracula's daughter thing uh, that night, the December night, where I saw you there. Um, and I swear, at one point, there was just eight goths wearing like the skull paint makeup, all doing the same exact dance with like the full like skeletal makeup, and it just looked like someone just reanimated a bunch of dead people and just put them all. In yeah. area. It's I was sick, like, man, it's cool. I was like, I feel like I don't belong here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they were all coordinated too. It was like uh, it was something to be just seen. like in this this sea of of like living dead folks. It's uh, it's cool. Hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Well, my mission every time at Dracula's daughter is to make goth people laugh, which is very difficult to do. Uh, but oh really? I, I manage to do it every time. <laughs> like, uh, there you go. I just act like an awkward nice. nerdy guy. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. So, um, it's just such a shame. Oh, seeing all these venues, like, close, like, we need a nightlife happening, you guys. We do. Yeah. Absolutely. But, I need to know, how is this snowstorm being treating you guys? It's fucking suck, man, but, hey, man, we're Canadian, we can get through this. Yeah. Nothing we haven't done before, right? To be honest, man, I I can't get anywhere anyways, so. I'm sorry, Jack, what did you say? Can't go anywhere anyways. Why do I that's need true. to shovel my... Yeah, that's true. Can't go anywhere anyway. Mm-hmm. No. Um, and at least I can shovel and get, like, a half-decent workout in rather than be lazy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's it's good for the soul or something, right? Yeah. Going outside mm-hmm. in winter and shoveling, shoveling all the snow. I feel yeah. like less of an asshole helping my neighbor shovel his driveway. Yeah. Does he at least fancy like... <laughs> 
He lets us play rock and roll all day long. I don't know why, but uh, Jack is like uh, invasively close to the camera right now. I feel very uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the day of that big snowstorm, um, because I was in isolation for like a week and a half or so. Because, of course, uh, me and uh, Jack, we both got hit with uh, the isolation. (laughs) Wait, you didn't get COVID, right? I didn't get sick, though. Yeah, so I had COVID and I was isolated, but I cured miraculously fast because it wasn't that bad, you guys. But, okay. <laughs> Roger, but you're here first. My first day out was the day of that crazy snowstorm. I was like, all right, I'm going to go out and refill my supplies. I'm going to buy some beer mm-hmm. because my friend came over, drank all my beer the day before I got COVID. But karma, she ended up getting COVID. So well, there you go. There, <laughs> there you go. go. That was karma. So, <laughs> so I go to this beer store going through all the snow it's like waist high i'm like fuck the beer store better be open some guy from this jamaican guy from the other end of the parking lot just yells out don't even bother buddy all the stores are closed so i'm like oh (laughs) you saved me me a trip at least but yeah because of the snow yeah like just none of the stores in this plaza near my place were like open i've been drinking red wine that i have been in a while yeah do you uh, majestically and slowly drink the wine and say Satan in a dramatic fashion? Yeah. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Whoa, what, was what was that noise? <laughs> Guys, it's moments like these that made me happy to be alive, to have a podcast, to connect with you folks. It's all good. It's all good moments. Yeah. On, on that note. Yeah, man. Thanks for putting it on. I have to bid you a farewell. This was cool. I love this. Good seeing you. Yeah, man. it was cool. Bye, man. Yeah, good seeing you, Darren. You know, it was all good. And then things got into lucid smog disarray. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> no, I, I'm making... No, you, you haven't heard the worst of it, uh, Bronson. <laughs> oh, I'm, I will lay it on me, man. I'm excited to hear more. Yo, thanks for um, having me. All right, peace, Darren. Take it easy, man. See you later, Darren. <laughs> thanks for Darren. Thank you, Darren, you for coming all. by. Rock and roll. <laughs> no, I said, um, what was it? It was loose. Uh, what? What are you doing, man? What animal are you? Uh... So, uh, guys, uh, what animal do you think Jack is? Well, the filter will tell us, won't it? <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb and say jackass because it's in the name, but. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Is grayscale is what he is. Grayscale. Uh, and I'm gonna be psychedelic, man. Whoa! whoa I'm gonna do. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna do like a, a new order music video. Okay, like, this podcast uh, is going off the rails. How does it feel? The tree. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. Turn, turn. Whoa. I think we lost sound. Uh, we back? No, we didn't lose sound. I pressed the there button. We go. <laughs> <laughs> I gave all my guests a seizure, and then uh, they told me to shut the fuck up, so I muted my uh, mic. That's what happened. I get but you know what? Things off. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> what is that? It just ends up like, no, Jack, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. Bronson, what have you been listening to lately? What have I been listening to? 
That's a good question. Um, I've been listening to like a lot of like, like, like really heavy shit. Um, uh, a lot of like more like like progressive metal and stuff like that. Just like I like, guess a lot of stuff that I used to listen to a lot of, and then I kind of fell out of it. Uh, but I don't know. I've just been like, like yeah, let's let's dive back into the rabbit hole. Cool. So, uh, kind of stuff like that. Yeah, your voice sounds very echoey right now. Is it just me? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It might just be my room or, or whatever. Uh. My phone. So, um, what kind of uh, progressive metal are you listening to? Like, um, well, the, the one band I've been listening to a lot of is Periphery. I don't know if you know Periphery. Oh, yeah, um, I know Periphery. They're, they're good. They're, they're a pretty big one in the scene. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've just been like crushing that um i got some really long ones that i've just been like sitting there late at night just like listening to uh <laughs> like getting me stoked to go to sleep or something i don't know getting my blood pumping um yeah and then i listen to like i've been i don't know on the jazz thing i checked out the new pop song i saw that just dropped yeah um, that. that was cool it was pretty um, cool yeah they're doing some cool stuff. Trying out some new sounds, it sounds like. I respect it. Mm-hmm. Dude, I saw something about how they recorded that record and they did it in the American Horror Story Mansion or something Bro. like that. And they really? did it over like five weeks at all like random hours of the night. And like, yeah, apparently it was an experience. Well, that's that's how like art is born, right? I guess. Yeah. It's like weird shit in weird places. Yeah, cool. I remember one of the wildest like recording artist story I heard of was um, I, I can't remember the name of the record right now, but Nine Inch Nails put out this record in the '90s, the one of Closer and a bunch of other songs, Downward Spiral, I think. They recorded that. They recorded that in the the house where the Manson murders took place. That's, Whoa! Yeah, that's like that's like that's like pushing it, man. Yeah, and like people were like talking about it. It was like all this journalism, like Trent Reznor has uh, recorded this record in this disgraceful place. How could he do such a thing? This is going to be an evil record. I'm like, it's just going to be an ordinary record that he just recorded. (laughs) But it's a masterpiece record. It's just creepy too. But like, why that house? I mean, inspiration maybe. Yeah, we wish we were too. I don't know if that's not my want inspiring my art, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, like, uh, this. Maybe he thought that, like, including samples, he would also get ghost sound effects in the background and uh, they could do the work for him. They they do call them ghost vocals. (laughs) There we go. That's too bad, like, that's too bad, Trent. What about Trent? That's the second most unfortunate thing since being named Trent. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. No, the way you were starting that, it was almost like Trent died or something. It's too bad about Trent. I'm like, what? <laughs> this news what happened? Like yeah. the biggest news, the singer of Nine Inch Nails died? Like what? <laughs> like, the, way, the way he like phrased it, I was like, oh my God, breaking news. Just in on the Zam on the Gram podcast, uh, Trent Reznor uh, put two, four yeah. Nine Inch Nails into his coffin because... Uh, <laughs> Did you hear uh, Bon Jovi died today? Okay, you're, really? You're making, you're making that up. No, no <laughs> way, bro. You had me. I've been like, I've been because there've been like a lot of deaths recently. So I, I would have, 
If you had just kept that face, I fully would have bought it, man. I I you know, I was uh, halfway there to living on a prayer, hoping that would actually have happened. But no, I'm just kidding. I, just, I don't like Bon Jovi. But. Fair enough. They got some corny songs. Yeah, they really yeah, do. It's like, you can't get much cornier than that with glam metal. No, like, I, I always said... Uh, a crazy time. Bon Jovi is like the Nickelback of the 80s. Uh, they, uh, there might be something to that. There might no, be something to that. All their songs on a sound alike. They're all corny as hell, and they're all formulaic, and people just, you know, like Maybe normies typically like them, and they blast it, and have an insane amount of fans, but like... Stadium, like it's stadium <laughs> rock. It is. And that's why they're the Bon Jovi... They're the Bon Jovi of the 80s. <laughs> hmm? Yeah. yeah gets people moving. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? To each their own. If someone can enjoy music somehow, then go for yeah, it, you know? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Which is a great Metallica song. So no one ever. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that isn't Metallica. Or is it, is it the eye of the beholder? I don't know. Whatever. Eye of the beholder, yeah. Eye of the beholder, yeah, yeah. Trent, Trent boy. I like Nickelback. Don't hate me. I, I, I oh, follow Don. Look what you made me say on the podcast. I don't like Nickelback. Hey, guys. They, 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 if, 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 they, they got fun, they got some fun songs, you know. It's like take it, at, take it at face value. You know? Yeah. Kind of to like be like, yeah, this is like a fun rock song. You know, every now and then you got to say, look at this photograph, and you know, mm-hmm. and you got to look at it. You got to look at the photograph. You got to look at the photograph. <laughs> it makes you laugh. You know, it's. <laughs> they play in some Not- pretty prog. Metal tunings, like I'm pretty sure they yeah. played in, in Open C and and Drop C and like they what Nickelback? Yeah. Um, it's just I don't know. I don't I don't even know what to say about them at this point in my life. So I think when I was when I was a kid, when I was like a preteen, there was nothing. Fucking heavier than Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can rip harder than Nickelback and like Motley Crue and Bon Jovi, man. <laughs> I can't uh, tell if he's being sarcastic. Like, <laughs> they're like it's, it's like the like the triangle or something. It's like the triangle, yeah. the three horsemen. Or I guess so, it's supposed to be four horsemen. Whatever. So if Bon Jovi's the Nickelback of the '80s, who's the Nickelback of today? These are the questions. Nickelback. Yeah, wouldn't it be Nickelback? It's, it's still Nickelback. <laughs> I guess Nickelback is more like the Nickelback of like the 2000s, probably. I don't Cradle, know. Wait, wait. We don't lump Cradle of Filth with Nickelback. Cradle of Filth kicks ass. I'm sorry. Bye, Octopi. <laughs> they have a great new record, by the way. If you haven't heard their new stuff, like it's very good. Haven't heard it. Cradle of Filth. It's good. Oh, no, I've been jamming to a lot of uh, turns, Turnstile lately. Like, I love Turnstile, their... bro. Their new record is so good. Uh, you know, I felt bad because I didn't give Psychedelicacy record of the year on my uh, Instagram top tens. I gave it to Turnstile. <laughs> but everybody on the, under the planet... phenomenal. I, everyone, I on, everyone on the planet Earth gave Glow On by Turnstile number one last year. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. that good. Yeah, they killed it. 
So I remember back in college, Turnstile put out their first 7-inch, and uh, I didn't really think anything of them. I was like, oh, they're just like another New York hardcore band. Like, we're all tough mm -hmm. and it's corny as shit. And I didn't really mm -hmm. think anything of it. I just thought they were just like every other hardcore band. So I moved mm -hmm. on. And mm -hmm. then I keep seeing them on top 10 lists. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Turnstile. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. You know, people talking about them. I see mm -hmm. this footage on YouTube like five months ago, and it's just this thumbnail, this massive crowd. I mean, massive. Turnstile mm -hmm. live at some park. I'm like, I watched this video, and I could not believe what I saw. There was like thousands of people at this park watching this hardcore band. And their singer has more yeah. charisma than I've ever seen in a punk singer. Like yeah. the, most the way he was able to work this crowd, I could not believe it. It was insane. Mm -hmm. And he was doing, like, pop star dance moves and shit. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what am I watching? Who is this guy? Yeah. I have to see them live. Like, I have to. Like, uh, Yeah. No, they're sick. I, I have mad respect for Turnstile. They, uh, the, they were on the late night show last week. Like, Oh, really? How the fuck does a hardcore really? band end up on the late night show? Put out a record like Glow On. Yeah, the fucking best record of this. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. I, I, it's, it's tough when, when all your friends are in great bands because you can't really make top 10 lists in chronological order. <laughs> yeah. I, I like this band better than this band, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I guess hey, man, I you know, it can always be a private list. You can always just send it yeah. to us and put us number one, right? Yeah, I was just like, yeah, these are 10 bands no I like. Yeah. <laughs> Malice Divine from North York. Well, I'm from North York, so I'll check out Malice Divine. Okay, Malice Divine. I'll write that down. Thank you, What are the venues up in North York like? <laughs> there are none. <laughs> no, it's a ghost York. town up Where here. Where in North York are you? Oh, I'm by uh, Wilson Station, so like closer to York. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, there's, yeah. Not, there's not a lot around you, put it that way. Everything's mm -hmm. a mission, but... yeah. At least it's just me grew, and my uh, art. In, and like, peace and quiet. Peace and quiet by Yorkdale. Oh, uh, the neighborhood no, by No, no, my neighborhood's by Yorkdale. But like, I'm in like a condo, so it's like it's it's like just got built, so there's nothing around my building. So yeah. it's I was like, oh great, I can just do art. There's no disturbances. Yeah. Well, just, hey, there's perks, right? There's perks. Yeah. A lot of yeah. parks. Oh, yeah, Downsy Park. What am I saying? There's no good venues near uh, my place. Mm -hmm. Downsy Park's right down the street. So <laughs> they have a big metal festival. Yeah. I know where to go. <laughs> like, I'll, yeah. sneak I'll just sneak in, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh. North York, well. You know things will be sad when we get to a point where we have to save Toronto music venues, and the only one left is Downsy Park. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine saving Downsview Park as a music venue? Like, They're, they've got stupid money. It's just, just a big open field. What do you need to save money for? It's Downsview Park. Yeah. <laughs> like, It'll save itself. Just don't touch it. Yeah, um, just don't cut the grass. Just leave it alone. Let yeah. <laughs> Speaking of closed down music venues, uh, is there a venue that you would deem as your favorite that's no longer with us? That's no longer with us. The forum. I don't know. The forum. Tell me about this forum. The forum is used to be at uh, Ontario Place. It was the 360 oh. stage. 
it's where the, the stage is now. I was just joking around. I don't give a shit anymore. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Music venues will come and go. But yeah. art will never die, man. Like, will art never, will never die. Yeah. Like, no, as long as, as long as you can like cultivate the community around it, yeah, people are going to open venues. Mm-hmm. Like the Seattle scene didn't start in a music venue. It started in people's backyards and people's yeah, houses. Yeah. Started with people coming together. Mm-hmm. As long as people continue to yeah. come together and talk, talk about things that yeah. are going on in, in the world. Talk about ways. Yeah. To Which honestly, that's not, in my humble opinion, that's not going away anytime soon. I don't think a pandemic is going to even come close to killing that. Um, people like yeah. People have passion for art, and yeah. they will forever. Well, and they've got a passion yeah. for community. It's like yeah, probably mm-hmm. the reason why the church is still around. People want to come together over similar yeah. things. People want to bond. Beliefs, likes, yeah, yeah, for real. So. I don't know. Uh, I it is really sad to see these places go and these small businesses fail and and places that are like a part of your personal history. Yeah, the community and stuff. But I don't know. I you can't kill the artistic spirit of a community. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to go to this place constantly, uh Faith Void. And it was pretty much like uh more or less the hangout for the Toronto hardcore punk scene. Like it was just this record store that all the hardcore punk people would hang out at and they would have concerts there and it lasted for maybe two years. And of course, um, rent prices are insane. So naturally didn't stay open, but like systematically like four or five or six venues all shut down within like a month of each other at that point. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, silver dollar room was gone. Uh, and of course, soy bomb, which is my favorite venue. That place just disappeared and this place was the coolest place i've ever been to it was like an abandoned old shack and you go up the stairs and there's a half pipe in the venue and the bands would play oh, on the half pipe that's cool, that's cool. And, and it was dope like people would mosh on the pipe with the band played on the pipe and people would stand on the top yeah. that's it yeah and there was no fire so escape makes, so uh, they shut it down something you remember is it the location of it it, it was it. the experience. The experience yeah. of it? Is it the bands playing? Yeah. Well, I just saw the craziest thing last week. I met this girl outside the bovine, and we follow each other, and I noticed a post on her feed that was her sitting on the half-pipe at Soy Bomb. The problem is, this photo looked like it was recent, like it was taken last month. And I'm like, right. where did you take that photo? She goes, oh, mm-hmm. it's Soy Bomb. Apparently, some people live there now. It's it's not a venue, but people live, and they kept they kept it intact, and it's just like a punk house where they just live in the half pipe. That's cool. Oh. And I was, and it blew cool. my mind. Like it, I was yeah. like, "What? Holy still shit!" Exists. Still, <laughs> it still ex- it still exists, but it's it was like this uh, realization that the coolest venue in Toronto, like in my opinion, is still kind of around. It's not. It's not like vanished. It's yeah, still around. It's, it's floating around. Yeah. Yeah. 
But also, it's kind of fascinating is, like, I actually work in, like, the Yorkville area, which I kind of can't stand because it's, like, all preppies, like, and rich people, mm-hmm. and people drive their sports car through Yorkville, but they don't stay, and they just yeah. kind of drive through to kind of show off. <laughs> like, yeah. they'll go way out of the way. car I got, bro, yeah. Yeah, they're literally, because yeah. it's one street, they just drive through and leave. And they'll make yeah. a lap, and they'll come back, <laughs> they'll drive again. Uh, but it used to be, like... The music scene it would all hang out there. Like it used to be like mm-hmm. what Kensington Market is today. Mm-hmm. All throughout the 60s, maybe the 80s. And it's crazy because yeah. it's all like rich people. How the hell did that happen, you know? That's yeah. because that's where things were happening. Yeah. And people always want to go where things are happening. Mm. Um, and then they realize you can make money off of it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then that's where then all the rich people show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is very weird because you're you gentrification basically pushes out the people that made the community have value. What gives the community value is what you push out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I find interesting about all these venues is you take community into an area and it's special to you. And then after a couple of years, it's kind of like transformed into something else. And then it's almost like gone. And it's almost just a piece of history. And then there's that new area, which is kind of like the same thing. And it's special to you. But in that mm-hmm. moment of time, you know, that's what I feel like the music scene has been like the last you know, 10 years. Because like, I've seen this ch- scene change like constantly, like... I barely recognize most of the people in it, put it that way. Like, I'm like, who are all these people? Like, I've never seen them four or five years ago, you know? Like, everybody's different now. Yeah. Well, you where know, I guess... Go? Like, where do they come from? It's like, yeah. where the fuck did, were you guys, like, four years ago? I didn't see you then. Like, mm. everybody's cooler now. Mm. What happened? <laughs> yeah. That's not even an exaggeration. Yeah. Everyone's cooler now. It's... <laughs> well, hey... Cool people get into cool things at some point, right? Yeah. What I think is, this is my theory, the pandemic actually brought all the musician people together because we just want this community to thrive and we just want the love of music to stay around. And Yeah, I guess I guess in some sense, like, people have been working extra hard to, like, keep it alive. Um, so, yeah. That that pro- there, there's probably some truth to that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's made a lot of people reevaluate themselves. Like, take a look at what do like is this something worth pursuing? Um, like you know, just yeah. having a lot of time to sit and think. Yeah, um, and even like like having all that free time, like I don't I don't know how to articulate this. Just like deciding like okay i can actually spend more time on this now i can i have the time i can make time for for whatever for this thing that i want to do because i'm at home anyway so i may as well try and put together some more art um and maybe i can show it to my friends too Mm -hmm. you know exactly whoa jack brought the hair out again (laughs) how'd you change the color it looks different um I changed it today, uh, within the last few days. Sick. Looks good. So for those of you <laughs> listening and not watching, Jack changes hair. <laughs> so it's like uh, Ronald McDonald's 
Cousin. <laughs> For real. That, that creepy clown bastard freaked me out as a kid. <laughs> What's that? That creepy Ronald McDonald bastard creeped me the shit when I was a kid, you know, like. Hey, what's, it, what's this comment? Oh my god, it's a novel. I wasn't anywhere near the music scene five years ago. The only thing that brought me in was to support local bands, and I met the best people, discovered the best bands, and the most incredible music. They're talking, about, they're talking about you guys. They're talking about Lucid Smog, the best, the best music. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> the best music. It's, um, it's nice to see where the scene is kind of at right now, too. I mean, it's it's almost been so long, but I feel like before the pandemic, it wasn't so supportive. It was very competitive. I agree. And, um, kind of cliquey and and dumb. yeah. Um, so it's been very welcoming. It's been a community yeah. since the pandemic. People are so long. eager to play, and they're, they're like, "Oh, yeah." Pandemic yeah, it's like, oh. You got bands reaching out to each other, trying to get them on, on their set with them or on their bill. Just more, more and more, just because they're so desperate. What I mean, which is a good thing. I mean, it's not a good thing that they're desperate, but you know. So, <laughs> so my friend uh, Jazz is in the chat here. She's from Long Island, part of the New York punk scene, and she goes, "Yeah, well, it's like that everywhere. You know, cliches. You know, <laughs> like the cliches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I imagine like uh, the New York scene is." probably going through the same thing as Toronto right now. Like, probably venues being mm-hmm. shut down and... Yeah. I bet the New York yeah. scene is a whole nother monster, man. It's got to be way Where? more... Everything in the States is way more competitive. It, and, and you don't have, like, these little pockets. It's just just people. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean... The States, yeah. dude. We'd love to break the States, obviously. Yeah. Um, Yo, Jazz, uh, Coffee'd, uh, what is it, Coffee'd G Media? <laughs> yeah, if you come to Toronto, we can definitely get you some shows, so bring your band over here. Yeah, yeah, we'll be in touch. Um, yeah. It's always fast for us, but isn't that the glory of it? Yeah. Um, yeah. What, okay, why do you think Bieber went there? <laughs> Fuck the pie. Why do you bring Bieber into this? <laughs> All right, boys. Well, it's getting a little on the late side, so I yeah, think you know what, down. guys. I think we're gonna wrap up this podcast. This has been a great episode one, but guys, yeah. I just want you to know it's been a blast. And thanks, uh, thanks for like I hope we... having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So this is how the formula is gonna be. Um, we're gonna I'm gonna interview some random ass person each week, and they're gonna bring some sort of random guest at some point that's just gonna pop in. <laughs> And then there's going to be another random guest that pops in like way later in the stream. And that's how the formula is going to work. Because <laughs> you don't know who you're going to get when you watch the stream. You're going to have surprise hey, cameos. and Keep them on their toes, man. Keep them on their toes. Exactly. So thank yeah. you guys for watching the very first episode of Zam on the Gram. And yeah, uh, we had us. all thank these amazing much. people. And Jack, thank you. Bronson, thank you. And Darren. And Darren's ghost. And uh, Ash, thank you for being yeah, on the show. Um... <laughs> And uh, in the late memory of Trent Reznor, we, we, we will never forget you, Trent. Of course. Rest in peace. Stream Psychedelicacy, our 
Uh, very first record available everywhere. Buy it on Bandcamp. Uh, buy our shit. Buy our t-shirts. Um, we're probably going to be doing a cassette run of like 100 cassettes, homemade cassettes in the next few months. So stay tuned for that. Check out our YouTube channel. Um, follow us on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, write us personal letter because I'm getting lonely. So, all <laughs> uh, fucking side. Send some letters, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huge snowball uh, fight at Christie Pitts this Saturday at at one thirty. In the, in the morning. I can't no, tell if he's kidding. I was hoping the morning. Oh, we'll do it in the morning. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I want to play a snowball fight. That sounds like so fun. Like Friday, what? <laughs> Friday night, Saturday morning, one thirty a.m. Snowball yeah. fight. <laughs> Be there. Bring your A game. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna mix ice into the snow and send that as urine, and that, that that'll uh, give you the other end. All right, guys. Uh, thank you. All, thank you all for coming. Um, Stay tuned. Uh, next episode. I'm not sure if this will be weekly or if this will be like every other day, depending on how many guests I get interested. Uh, it seems very easy to record one of these things, so it's like um, everybody. You know as well just call out, man. Fun, and the every day, every day, there's gonna be a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and whenever you do get a vinyl copy of Psychedelicy, hit me up. And uh, also when those shirts come out, also. You collect cassettes? Not really. I remember uh, I, I knew this guy. <laughs> I knew I knew this guy, Alajon. He was in this band, Total Trash. Um, and the Brain was another band he was in. Uh, he kind of comes up to me. He sees a YouTube video I posted where I was like, "Yeah, I collect vinyl, but yeah, I don't really do cassettes." This guy confronts me at a punk show. He goes, "Hey, man, what's your beef with cassettes?" <laughs> he was like, "So he was so furious at me." I was like, "Yo, dude, like I don't have beef. I just..." Don't have a cassette player. <laughs> like, yeah. That's I like to be on one. Yeah, I just don't have one. Like, I'm not going to listen to your demo. And all these bands are giving me demos. I'm like, I don't have a cassette player. <laughs> I should probably get one. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, bye, listen Smog Disorders album. And uh, see you guys next time. Thanks so much, man. Yes, Take it easy. For show announcements. And yeah, thanks a lot, Joe. We'll see you all on the clip. <laughs> same bat time same bat channel